Euh, dites donc, Nadej, euh, comment aviez-vous recruté le nouveau si rapidement la dernière fois Bah, LinkedIn. Ah bon, parce que là, j'ai besoin de toute urgence d'un ingénieur en IA. Alors, où est-ce qu'on peut le trouver Bah, LinkedIn. Mais j'ai pas le temps de voir mille candidats, moi. Comment on va faire Bah, LinkedIn. Bah, 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 bah. Vu l'urgence, vous êtes vraiment confiante, Nadej Bah, oui. Avec 8 personnes recrutées par minute sur LinkedIn, pour tous vos recrutements, il y a, bah, LinkedIn. Pour en savoir plus, rendez-vous sur linkedin.com slash je recrute. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Rosecast. The number one spoiler-free, generically named Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy Jr. With me as always, Alex Bradford, AB. What'd you think of uh, the two, the part two of the two-night finale? Unnecessary, Rem. I agree. <laughs> I agree well, that I it was mean, mostly What are we doing having two nights for a one-night amount of material? It was... A little more than one night worth of crucial material. Was it though, or could they just have cut out of like some yeah. random stuff? I wouldn't. I'll put it this way: I would have been very pleased with a three-hour Monday night show. That's facts. That three hour. Been that would have been. That would have been the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, that's you know you have a party. It's that that makes it seem like the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. The two yeah. night finale is that's an extra commitment. That's an extra night. That we have to give up to watch your show, you better deliver. And the second <laughs> night better be better than the first night, in Absolutely. my opinion. Absolutely. The show, it crescendoed, it peaked 15 minutes into night two. And from there, it was kind of a slow down and then, t- and then yeah. a steep cliff when air supply showed up, in my opinion. <laughs> 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 I was kind of wondering when I saw that if that was like a, you know, the Troop Beverly Hills type thing where the Kennedys <laughs> love air supply or something. I mean, I like air supply. I like all those old ballad rock bands, like love ballad bands where, you know, growing up, you could get those CDs, uh, you know, the, the 11.99 and they'd have <laughs> yeah. those like a, a mix of different. Anyway, and air supply would be on there. Air Supply would be on there. They also had a song on the Ghostbusters soundtrack, so I'm partial to Air Supply. But Chris made it sound like on one of his Instagram stories, he was like, legends, big time legends are coming through live (laughs) band. I'm like, is he getting the Beatles back together? (laughs) I I swear to you, I've never heard of Air Supply. I don't, I I am not going to shame you for that. I would guess a lot of people don't. Definitely Cassie and Colton have no idea who they are. That's a clue. Let's get some logistics out of the way. If you still want to keep up with our social channels in the off season, the Instagram is at Rosecast Podcast and the Twitter is at Rosecast DS and the Facebook is slash Rosecast Podcast. Thanks to everyone who left a review on Apple Podcasts in the last 24 hours. I don't know if you checked, AB. Comfortably past 500 now as requested. Wow, thank you. Anyone who leaves a review at this point, know that it's appreciated. 
but also know that you're not and can never be part of the 500 club. It's too late for you. Mm, maybe 600, though, Rim. Maybe 600, maybe 510. <laughs> you want to be part of that club? <laughs> um, anyway, let's get one thing out of the way first, AB. And I think if I don't say this now, I might forget to say it. A new low, in my opinion, has been reached in terms of misleading previews. What we was can that? Nev- we can never... Let me read the bit. <laughs> We can never, <laughs> ever, ever trust what we see on the previews again, because now they're showing things that is huge and didn't even occur. What do you got? You should be ashamed of yourselves, producers. They showed Colton every week on a preview holding a ring box ready to propose, and it was not part of the show. The box was empty for some reason, which fueled conspiracies, but they did they, it didn't even happen on the show. It was be- yeah. it was leftover footage that they just teased us all season. It was now even- they're just like having him act to get clips. Yes. Like the, uh, the, that was not a part of the show at any point. At the end of this episode, I have a list of things that I think they should change to grievances. <laughs> not grievances, but tips. Like I, I like the show. I want the show okay. to be good. They're not just you know what really grinds my gears. Okay, but maybe I should add one to that, and that is. No previews for anything, period, except the next week, maybe, okay? I just wanted to point that out. Out Outrageous breach of trust with the viewers to show that every week. All right, let's talk about the episode. Colton, he's going to talk to Cassie. That's where we ended. He knocked on the door at the end of last episode. Chris opens the show by implying that only two possible outcomes are possible. Possibly. A, <laughs> Colton and Cassie. Sometimes, you know, broadcaster, you mess up. You repeat words. A, Colton and Cassie get back together. Or B, Colton remains a virgin forever. These are the only two possible outcomes. Listen, Chris really... I, I don't know if I liked what he did, but I respect what he did this whole Ooh. episode. <laughs> okay. The guy was working. <laughs> to get ratings out there he was he really working was. he was grinding every cut scene he, <laughs> he that went to tuned. him yeah it was incredible that's a great spin zone one i am all i'm <laughs> instantly over on your side with that's true he really was it's it was an, a lot of what he was spinning was annoying but when you put <laughs> you yourself in this it. position you gotta do what you gotta you do, do. You to people do tuned it. in uh, th- to me the more they leaned into the virginity angle last night Seemingly out of nowhere, because it hasn't been a consistent theme. It pops up yeah. in random episodes. The more I realized we weren't getting an engagement. You know what I mean? Because they had, they had to give us yeah. a question to be answered at the end, and teasing an engagement would have been unrealistic and disappointing. Mm-hmm. But teasing, will these two have sex, is, yeah. I guess, a decent backup point. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Cassie opens the door, already smiling. What did you, yeah. think, of, what did you think of this? Oh. I mean... That took all the suspense away from me. She said, mm-hmm. the mood was light, way too light for how they ended. So I knew it was over. Like, Cassie's going to, they're going to be together. Exactly. I didn't need to hear what they said. I could tell that from the moment she opened the door. Someone in the mailbag, we won't, we're, I don't know if we'll get to their question specifically, but someone in the mailbag, Hannah, I believe, said that she thinks. Cassie and Colton already made up off camera talked. before this. And looking back, it hey. kind of I don't I don't want to think that while I'm watching the show. I don't want to think that. You want to believe what you're seeing is somewhat real. Yeah. But it's the constant sm- like these two were giddy to see each other. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, Colton tells Cassie, we're going to recap like we recap. Colton tells Cassie he knew he wanted to have another conversation with her. But before he did that, he knew he had to break up with Hannah and Tasha. Had to do it. What did you make of Cassie's um, giddy reaction, I'll say, to this news? <laughs> Basically, inappropriate, she, she inappropriate under- reaction? No, no, no. It was fine. She won. She knew she won at this point. And if you're looking at it like she didn't know, like they hadn't talked before, which I don't know. I don't know for I don't sure know. yet. I don't know. I could it buy felt it. gross coming out I of my could, mouth. It felt I gross. could buy it. I'll tell you that. But if she didn't know, <laughs> this would be the moment she found out she won. Like I won the competition. But she removed herself from the competition. That's what. That's Big where deal. we should have been. That at was that a point. game. That was a game in a game. <laughs> okay, if you right. if you know the Randolphs, that was all a ploy. Like, <laughs> maybe, come maybe on. You think Mr. she didn't know what she was doing? You didn't think she Cassie Randolph knew what she was doing out there? Miss Reality TV. You don't think she knew what she was up to? by leaving i mean we're getting too deep into the the cynical conspiracy i don't even think it's a conspiracy like she was doing it for reality tv i think that's a good that's a decent move to make like if you're trying to get someone back or get someone to really fall for you leaving them is a good move it's have them wanting more it's in the tool shed it's in the tool shed i don't know if that's what that basically contradicts everything we said on the last episode. I don't know if that's what she was doing, but it's a possibility. Can I say my joke here? Yeah. Cassie reacted like Will Smith at the end of Pursuit of Happiness when he lands the dream job. She goes, <laughs> and then she like kind of starts crying a little bit. Check out Pursuit of Happiness. It's a good flick, It's a folks. good flick. Two women that could have given me a good life, Colton says. Everything I wanted, but it wasn't who I wanted it to be with. So Colton wow. acknowledges that... Cassie is not the most ready. There were two people who were mm-hmm. believed to be more ready to be engaged. Um, something told me, this is Cassie now, something told me they were further along than I was and they were ready for something that you wanted. Like you're the bachelor. You're ready to get engaged. Cassie, you are also on the bachelor. You should probably be ready to be <laughs> get engaged. <laughs> Just something to think about. Cassie kisses Colton. Colton asks if she wants to go to Spain. This is escalating very quickly to meet his family. (laughs) What do you think about uh, their reconciliation? They made up, Rim. It's just a makeup. Makeup session. A couple kisses. They're heading to Spain. Happy couple. Were you you excited? Were you pleased to see this development? Yesterday we said we didn't know what we wanted to happen. We want, you know, the most interesting thing. Was your heart warmed by this, AB, I guess? My heart was fine, but really, this was 10 minutes into the episode, so me me personally, I was wondering, what are we doing the rest of these hour and 45 minutes of this episode? I, I didn't understand. Well, he should have known we were getting one of Chris's bands that he likes to play a show. <laughs> Cassie meets the family in Mallorca, Spain. Um, Colton starts off with a terrible, mood-killing joke about his virginity. <laughs> ruins, ruins the day. <laughs> The faces of his family members like, okay, well, all right. Okay, <laughs> what you, well, I didn't know. You don't need to tell us when you have sex. So that's unnecessary. It wasn't obvious that it was a joke, so they were just uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, did they put you up the, to this, Your Colton? mom's sitting right next to you. Yeah, she's like, hmm, all right. And then even the dad <laughs> was like, yeah, I mean, something you could keep private. That's fine. <laughs> you don't have to tell us right here. Uh, Colton tells them that only one woman is there and explains the Cassie situation, how she chose to leave initially. What do you got on uh, boss man Scott Underwood <laughs> and his discussion with Colton? 
Colton or Colton's dad is genuinely concerned that his son has fallen in love with someone that will never love him. And he asked the same question. I was kind of wondering by the end of this, did Cassie, is he, is he liking Cassie because she left? Is that why he, you know, sent the other two home? Because it's something that he couldn't have. Mm, yes. Wise. Are you sure you're, yeah, yeah. From the boss. Why, that's wise. That's wise. It's a valid concern to not want your son or daughter to be head over heels in love and not have that be reciprocated. Of course, mm-hmm. that's terrible. He's, he's seen that before with Colton. But maybe, spin zone, maybe this should be a net positive if you're the family. At least he's monogamous at the moment. That's pretty good. Yeah, that that's when, good. Like when he said, I'm only bringing one woman here, her, his mom's face kind of lit up. She's like, oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, you know who you got? Well, you know doing you this want. ridiculous thing anymore. Yeah, this is suddenly not that absurd. But then he obviously, he tells him that Cassie left, and then the, the, the yeah. ears perk up, the red flags. I mean, if you look at it from the outside, this seems like the best way for this to end in terms of for it to work they're actually going to try to be a couple like a real couple before getting engaged seems legitimate it's it's kind of what we've wanted from this show to kind of de-emphasize the engagement aspect of it yeah over the last few years we'll talk more about that later but you're right do you think that only one person should meet the family because it's so weird to have two people meet the family and then ask your family to split hairs between two people that you really, really like or love. No, because I love... Here's the thing. I want all these things. I want... I, I'm from the outside looking in. Cassie and Colton, how they ended up. One of them meeting the family and them not getting engaged makes a lot of sense. But it's bad TV. Okay, fair. So, that's fair. not what I'm looking for. We always have to balance what's like rational and logical yeah. with something that's entertaining. I mean, and we got what we've been asking for, and here we are complaining about the episode. Yeah, so true. what else? No, 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 no. I mean, no. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for tweaks. <laughs> stay tuned for tweaks suggestions. Let's get to Cassie, who is an absolute nervous wreck. Yeah, <laughs> this is Whoa. not going to go well. She goes. She goes. I don't want to go in there confused, and I know that I am. They should have delayed this. Colton should have faked a sickness or something. Yeah. We need to get on the same page before <laughs> this. this. We shouldn't do this. It, I mean, think about it. She just broke up with their son. Just, Three just days happened. Ago? Just broke yeah. his heart. And now we're going to meet and act like everything's good? Stepdad says, are you guys, uh, what are you, boyfriend, girlfriend? How serious <laughs> is this? Am I wasting my time here? <laughs> Probably should have sorted that out in the driveway. I think those two should have figured that out. Yeah. Because also, number one, you should be. I mean, there's no... That shouldn't have been your a question girlfriend. that she fumbled. What do you fumbled. mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's he didn't ask if you're going to get engaged. He asked no. if your boyfriend, girlfriend, now you should be. That's a low bar to exceed in this situation. <laughs> and somehow Cassie knocked the bar down. Um, <laughs> she's already crying. Moments into their discussion, she's crying about not living up to their expectations. The expectations she thinks they have. Because yeah. she doesn't even know what the expectations are. Mom Underwood says, hey, can... Can we have a minute? Like my mom said when I'd get a bad report card, like <laughs> pull me away from the dinner table. Hey, can you come here for a second? I don't want to embarrass you in front of everybody, no, no, but no. I'm going <laughs> to. Come over here. Look at these. Look at these letters. Not good. Uh, boss man with Cassie. We're going to move right along. Um, Cassie blew this uh, big time. And <laughs> here's, here's, tell me if you agree. Here's where I think she blew it. 
After he said goodbye to two other girls, I said, are you sure this is what you want? Because I want him to be with someone who is insanely in love with him. Wow. Insinuating that's that's not her. <laughs> yeah. Not even insinuating. I'm not one of the people. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I mean, I love him. I care about him a lot. I mean, there's nowhere to go in that situation. Yeah. You have to follow that with a but. It's just don't say that. Just don't say that. You don't want to lie to the family, but you also don't want to, I don't know, be so blatant in your feelings that you don't know if you even like him that much. Like, it's, it's Especially just too- after their son has made it very clear that he is madly in love with you. Yes. Yes. Just not. They didn't prepare well enough. No. They did not. These two they did didn't get on the same water. page. They didn't get on the same page. It was a disaster. <laughs> Cassie with his mom. She even says, good seg, A.B., we are on a little bit of different pages. He's always been a step ahead of me. This is what you call a completely bombed job interview. <laughs> that's, that's she not what you want to job say. Interview. That's not what you want to say. Okay, A.B., boss man Underwood sheds a few tears. King of secure masculinity, uh, whatever his name <laughs> is, Scott Underwood, just wasn't, just doesn't want to see Colton uh, hurt, A.B. Anything else on this fi- brief, shockingly brief family time? Just a, a family coming away from this, not knowing what the hell's going on with their son. Is there anyone from the top five or six or seven or so who you think might have done worse worse i feel like uh, hannah b hannah b hannah our next bachelorette would do worse yeah. <laughs> in this scenario that's in about your it favorite, your that's about contestant. it yeah i could see that she would have been laughing a lot during the very serious conversations <laughs> all right ab final date daytime this is the big question that everybody's wondering this is what i was wondering i don't know about you uh families around the country going hey is Colton going to lose his virginity? That's what we all are really watching for, right? That's why we tune into this season. Listen, you joke about it, though, Rim. I wanted to find out legitimately. By the end of this, they've they've teased it so much. Yep. Like, I yep. need the, and to not give me the answer. We'll get to that later. But I really I, wanted to know. I I started wanting to know. When they left for the fantasy suites, I'm like, okay, now I kind of care. Yeah. <laughs> now I kind of, you know, <laughs> we come care this about far. This virginity, just, folks. just tell me. I kind of want to know. <laughs> but I found, but for the whole season and this whole, most of this episode, I was like, okay, we get it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Cassie says, I do love him, but Colton has been kind of a, a step ahead of me. She says this to the camera. My opinion, maybe open with that. With the family instead of I'm confused. I don't know where we stand. Yeah. I don't even know if we're boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm sorry for letting the, everyone down. <laughs> Maybe open with the good part first. Uh, anything on the rappelling down? I don't know. What was that? A 30 foot? Cliff? No, just, just, yeah, that's something I would, I might consider jumping off that if you told me. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if you dared me, be leaping. if yeah. you gave me enough money, I might jump off that. Uh, just another thing Colton is terrified about in the, in his day. Could you believe that? It's completely fine. I mean, she was like half, like probably five feet down and he's like stiff as a board (laughs) up on the, (laughs) holding onto the rope. I, I will never. Repelling doesn't seem very hard. I've seen, like, (laughs) as a challenge fan, they do repels all the time. Like, just way higher. Yeah, <laughs> drops than that. They just you just lean back and you just kind of shimmy yeah. your hands. You can't see what I'm doing here, but you just shimmy your no, hands and it. you just go it down. Weird. You just go down the rappel. It's not hard. 
they did it on Emily's season. They did. They rappelled down like a skyscraper in Charlotte. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's Emily no Maynard deal. rappelled. It was it's not a no, big deal. It's no big He's, deal. Just lean back, Colton. He was like this. He was at like a 15 degree <laughs> angle, just like falling down the side. <laughs> Scared. Anyway, Cassie had an easy time, and I'm pretty sure Cassie's never done it before either. Oh, yeah. Picnic on the beach. Some interesting reveals here. Um, it felt almost out of place, though. I... I question whether this was a contrived storyline honestly wow cassie says she felt controlled in her last relationship and is nerve and because of that understandably is nervous about being in another relationship yeah you're the only remaining contestant on the bachelor and you're nervous about the prospect of entering a relationship yep any any sort of commitment with, with anyone that was news to me and is it about the guy on Young and Reckless? Or what is that show? Young and Reckless. <laughs> what show is that called? <laughs> That's Drama's brand from uh, <laughs> Fantasy Factory. <laughs> Young and Reckless. Drama, Drama Deer Deck. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> no, not quite. Young Ones. Young Ones. Okay. Young Those kids are anything but reckless. I'll put it that way. Um, it, she just seemed to me like a different person. From the one we've known all season here. Butterfly Cassie coming out of the limo talking about the borderline love at first sight. She wasn't afraid of being in a relationship. And it makes her look very silly, to put it kindly, in the shadow of the readiness controversy. Even more so than last week, when because last week she's calling into question her readiness, and now she's not ready. And we borderline vilified the people who didn't have proof <laughs> of what they were saying, yeah. which they didn't to, on the show. We didn't, we couldn't see it. Last week she wasn't a hundred percent sure she could be engaged. Now she's saying she's nervous about being in a relationship. Full stop. Which is uh, incredible. <laughs> incredible. It was. Uh, I mean, it's still Colton with confidence. It's fair. She's 23 years old to be to not be ready for marriage, but then don't throw a fit when everyone puts into question earlier in the season that you're not yeah. ready for marriage. It would have been fine. Bad look. Bad look. <laughs> I hope I hope this was just the show trying to add tension. Sure. Um it would make sense because we've already had the payoff. They're together and we know they're not getting engaged. Like we yeah, know how to this do is going to go. They had to make it seem like the relationship was still in, up in the air. Yeah. I hope that's the case. But I was watching that segment like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Young Once boyfriend, her college boyfriend, based on the 45 minutes of Young Once I watched, mm-hmm. her most significant relationship to this point was that guy. And it seemed to me, 45 minutes, that that was headed towards marriage the whole time. You know, okay. from the time you're 18 to the time you're 22 or 23 sure. or whatever. I don't even, I, I got, I'm sure I'm getting the timeline messed up. But that just seemed to me like, she thought she was going to marry that guy, and yeah. that's how she approaches all relationships now, which is a reasonable. Yep. The dinnertime overnight date with fewer people around AB, Cassie's nervousness wears off a little bit. What did you think? Do you agree or disagree there? Yeah, I agree. Colton does a good, pretty good job of you know calming her down a little bit. He just tells her, I, there's no pressure here. I just want you to live your life. Uh, and we'll see where this goes. There's no, pre- literally no pressure of the show. He's yeah. taken it all away. He should be fined. I talked about him being fined again. Uh, I don't, he, he should have lost all his money. Did he lose all his money? 
He might have reached them. Maybe I don't know what finds Samir talking. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. There's they, no way they really ding him. For just that. no, absolutely. There's <laughs> okay th- on these reality TV shows. They all have these contracts, and they. I'm sure there's something extra for certain things. You know, like getting engaged at the end, whatever. Uh, telling girls I love you. I bet Ben was fine right off the bat when he he's the first one that did that. <laughs> like, well, he might have been fine, certain, but he were certain he, rules. He could have Ben might have been fined for the first time, but he erased the fine by saying it to someone else to keep. Yeah, the, absolutely. <laughs> to the horse race going. <laughs> um, it's interesting you say that because Chris Harrison does make a point, especially this season, of saying there's no rules. You can do whatever you want. It's like there's there rules. are rules. Tons of Chris, rules that please. the Bachelor and Bachelorette have to follow. They get a salary, and I'm sure they get docked <laughs> for certain things. <laughs> Demoted. Cassie said something I found interesting. She said, this is, I think, what she's been trying to communicate this whole time and failing to do so. She said, if I'm going to commit to a relationship, it's going to be because I can see it getting there. So she she just wants any relationship she enters to have the possibility of marriage at the end. Sure. Instead of, I'm not going to be in a relationship until I'm certain I can marry that person for for sure. Cassie ruins... The overnight date card presentation. I don't know if you noticed that. I did not. Well, you must not have been paying attention. She's like, oh, it's under the placemat. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. And then Colton reads it to her, breaking another rule. Fine. That's a fine. Stugatz. <laughs> and they dip to the hotel room after eating nothing. What do you got on? I don't know. I thought it was a funny moment when he kicked everybody out. Trying to get yeah. the mics off. That was cute. I just, have, I, I'm a big fan of when they're showing us behind the scenes, even if it's, you know, scripted stuff. Like, that was probably, I don't know. I just like when I see the, the producers and stuff like that, and he's, they're taking off the sound stuff. And I like that. I think it's because people on the show, they act slightly differently when it's not a, like a scene, capital S scene, you mm-hmm. know? They relax a little bit, they're more yeah. themselves. And I liked what I saw. With those two, where they thought, oh, this won't be on the show. We can kind of be ourselves. And I like when when they act. I feel like most of the time they're acting like the cameras aren't there. When in reality, they are. Like, we all know there's cameras there. There's tons of people. Uh, so, it's it's. I like occasionally when they're real about that. Agreed. Um, now for the worst part of the episode, my opinion. This panel discussion... On whether or not Cassie and Colton had intercourse in their hotel room. Yeah, this is a completely unacceptable panel put together <laughs> by ABC and Chris Harrison. Why do you say that? Why is it unacceptable? It's just a panel to talk about if you guys think they had sex or not. It's none of these. It's none of Goose's business, Rim, for <laughs> it's one. none of Goose's <laughs> business. Here's who and what on is it. this group? What is What is the group? Sydney, Onyeka, Demi, Chris, the Goose, Jason, who's fallen from Bachelor contender to I'll be on any panel you want, and Ben Higgins. What are you doing here, Ben Higgins? Ben Higgins. Now, I love how Blake was sent home after night one also. <laughs> you know he was planned. They brought in Goose because he added they, so little to the content. Ben, ben is about the same age as these people, but he feels like... He feels he has older. He a presence about him. Yeah. And he feels older. <laughs> he really and he does. feels like he's too. Like, come on, dude! You shouldn't be on this panel. You're the former <laughs> bachelor. Are you kidding me? 
It was it's a not, joke. It's a it's, jo- this was a joke. This was insulting. This was an insulting yeah. panel. The virginity angle in, in general, and especially how hard they push it, this episode shows a big disconnect between the show and its audience members, what they think we want to see. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that representation of of an all-American male in his mid-20s being a we're talking about being a virgin there's that has some value but they made a bit out of it <laughs> almost the whole season and they presented it as this carrot with which to reward us at the end of the season yeah and this this uh panel was the i don't know what the right word is whatever the negative opposite of nadir is six strangers <laughs> speculating and joking about the most private moment in this person's life <laughs> It's none of like it's repulsive almost. Some of them kind of know him. Half of them don't know him at all. Like Goose no. has never met him. Oddly though, AB Goose, it's fucking Chris the Goose delivered like the most reasoned statement <laughs> yeah, on the really whole did. thing. It he was, really that did. That says a lot. He said that him and Crystal did not have sex in their Paradise Suite, and they just talked about they talked all night and grew closer as a couple. He was like, "Hey, Chris the Goose was like." Mind this your business, cra- everybody. Mind your business, number one. <laughs> it's a crazy panel. And, Thanks and for the who, invite, though. <laughs> who thought it would be a good idea to have Demi and Onyeka talking about this? And Sydney. Onyeka. What's Sydney doing there? She doesn't know shit about this. Sydney doesn't either, but Onyeka's- no, These are like, three people from that were not contenders. No, but my point is Onyeka's like mean-spirited, and she showed that with a joke about uh, size, which was <laughs> yeah. totally, again, unacceptable. Onyeka is a Mari-level guest who somehow failed upwards onto this prestigious relative show. I just, I hated this. I hate, this was a, yeah. every season there's moments where I'm like, what are we doing watching this? And they always do them, and it, I hated it. If you didn't hate it, I would like to know why. Text the mailbag, but I don't think there's many of you out there. I think they think just throwing ex-cast members, part of the Bachelor family, out on stage, no matter what content they're delivering, is going to be a positive, which I can understand, but this was just too much. Like, I I personally enjoyed the the season opener when they just had the parties and the random, you know, all these people from the Bachelor family around. I, I like that because I like these characters or whatever, and I like the, I like them on my screen. Um, but this was, uh, this was, n- there was no reason for this panel. I like past characters, cast members too, for the most part, the concept, but they lean too much. Yeah. Have some, maybe some. You got to have something. Have some experts on something that's going on on the show. You know, have a sexual assault uh, counselor the, to talk after the, the Kaylin episode or have someone else talk for something else. You know what I mean? We don't need Onyeka's opinion about whether or not Cassie and Colton had sex in their fantasy suite. That is completely airless calories of content. And that proved this did not need to be two night finale. I like the show. Other than like that, (laughs) I liked it. But that thing just incensed me. After the overnight date and back in the studio with Cassie and Colton, uh, they're cute, kissy, kissy after the date. They're in Studio AB, and they are officially in love. Together. What do you think, AB, about them? Seeing them post-show. I'm a fan of this couple, Rim. Okay? I like Cassie, like Colton. I like them being together. I knew it all along. I didn't like that I knew it all along, but now that we're here, I'm here for this couple. It's nice to see. 
Yeah. They it's a they're nice to see. Cassie I think Cassie stinks on camera. I think the last couple episodes she's been kind of all over the place yeah. with her communication style. When she's relaxed and with Colton and they can be more of themselves, it works. I think it works. What do you think of the post show activities on their kind of their secret weekends? I always enjoyed that. They started doing that with Becca. I enjoyed and unfortunately, it didn't work out for Becca and Ari, but I enjoyed when they showed us that post-show stuff. I hope they continue it. Just be a real couple. They should have yeah. a half hour on that, I think. Absolutely. Um, they're in love, AB. And that's the resolution they should have teased rather than the Virginia. Mm-hmm. They should have teased, are they going to be in love still? Listen, I like Chris Harrison, and he doesn't have an easy job, Rim. <laughs> Depending, even though we always talk about how easy his job is, it's not an easy job. But some of his questioning was rude and unacceptable. <laughs> okay, two things before we get to that. Two things. Do you think they'll be engaged anytime soon? What do oh. you cont- What do you mean by soon? Three months. No. Wow. Okay. A year to two years. Sure. That's not soon in the. I think they're of just show. starting. Like I don't think they're. <laughs> I, I don't think they're very far along in the relationship. Okay, Chris asks Colton. I think they'll be engaged in three months. I think really. Okay, I think they will. I think they will. Chris asks Colton if he's still a virgin. This is what you're talking about. What did you make of Colton's response? I have a quote. Give me the quote. I know I've been open and candid about my virginity, but now there are two of us in this relationship. That's something we're going to keep to ourselves. Well said. Terrific answer, wow. I thought. Great the crowd answer. Goes, the crowd goes, oh, it was a really sweet moment. The producers probably expected the crowd to boo because they think we have a bloodlust for knowing <laughs> if, he, if he's a virgin or not, but we don't. What no. did you, uh, what, what's your opinion on Chris' handling of that situation? Chris was too, he's prodding too much. I know that it's his job, but I didn't like it. He he kept, and then he he follows up after after Colton wouldn't tell him. He's like, "I'm gonna take that as a yes." Yeah, you guys did it, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> come like, on, okay, Chris, you're Chris, better than come that. On, come on. I don't know if you caught this in the middle of his questioning before that. He asks, so Chris asks them if they're gonna get engaged, and they kind of give a wishy washy answer. And then Chris is like, "Well, is it your dad holding back?" Talking about Cassie's dad. No, Colton Colton volunteered that. He said Matt Randolph is holding me back or something like that. I don't think and then Chris said it. Yeah. Really? Chris didn't prompt that. No. Okay. Colton tried to make a joke like her dad's not letting me type of thing. It didn't hit. And then Chris was like, Oh, Matt, oh, Mr. Randolph's not on board? Like he <laughs> followed that up. It okay. wasn't Chris prodding too much, I don't know. Never think. mind then. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, AB, towards the end of the season, kind of elephant in the room, I'll say, there was a growing skepticism about Cassie and her motivations for being on the show. Led by me. I was leading the, I was the conductor of the train. Do you think she was just in it for the Instagram <laughs> fame? Do you think that's why she came on the show? Do you think it, her her feelings changed the closer she got to Colton? Do you think she's still in it for just Instagram fame? I think it's part of it. I don't think it's all I don't think it's 100% Instagram fame. I think she went on for for partly Instagram fame. Sure, like I don't know, 30% of her motive was I want to be more famous. Which I don't necessarily have a problem with. Okay? As long as at one point it changes a little bit to maybe you liking that person, which I think she probably did. Perfectly said. Her little sister has 200,000 followers. She's probably like, damn, let me get in this game a little bit. <laughs> um, it's They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Wanting to like make a living on Instagram is a shallow thing, but also would be kind of awesome Dude, if you are, <laughs> live in Huntington <laughs> Beach, California, and you can just go to the beach and take a photo and get paid for it. I would love to not work and just like post ads on Instagram every couple days. And That'd who knows awesome. if it's just, who knows if it's sustainable long term, but I can understand and even or you could just have a real career if it's and do that too. Here's the <laughs> other thing. Here's the other thing. That's one of the criticisms of it. It's, my point is it's not mutually exclusive to be like, oh, that's a cool benefit of being on this show. And also actually pursuing a relationship yeah. sincerely with the lead. I think she really actually genuinely likes, loves Colton. And also, like you said, she's not mad at the IG either. This this brings up a point from last episode when there were, uh, Chris was asking Hannah G, man, how's it been since the breakup? You know, how's life's probably been so terrible. Buddy, she's fine. She's no, got, she's, got like, she's almost at a million. <laughs> yeah, she's almost <laughs> at a million. She is perfectly designed for Instagram. Hannah G is sitting I mean, you pretty. just have to understand every single person, there's a part of them that is going on to get more famous. Like, you're not doing reality TV unless you are that type of person yeah. that is looking for that. The benefit, yeah, the benefits at least of partly. Like, there's something inside you that wants to be more famous by going on reality TV because this is not the most. This isn't the best way to find love to go on The Bachelor. No. It's absurd. No, but it's, we like the show. Our guy Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote about the challenge. I don't know if you read that article yet, but that was part of his criticism of their recent. Anyway, now we're off on a tangent. Um, before the next Bachelorette reveal. I suppose I asked you all this question. What did you think of the the, the season as a whole, entertainment-wise? Very entertaining. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it was a very entertaining season. Had some good characters. I thought Colton did a really good job. That's my next question. Where does he stand? Up at the top. Among up the bachelorettes you've watched. Yeah. Up near the top. He was good. He was a good... There was drama every week, for the most part. This was... I mean... It was a good season until the end. This last episode was probably the worst episode of the year. I agree. And I agree. before that, I didn't really have any complaints. I said great episode pretty much every episode. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so it's true. this I, was a good season. Almost every episode. I don't. Almost every episode was good. We agree on that. I think this was probably. I can't remember an episode or a week where I walked away going like, ah, that was bad. Except this particular yeah. last hour of this episode. 
I don't have any deep contempt for any of the main contestants or the nope. lead. Usually we do. Yeah. That's uncommon in our experience. There was no outside controversies going no, on like th- there has been in past seasons. There was exactly. There wasn't anything that happened that made you resent the existence of the show. Most of my beef was with production choices, which yeah, is sure. something we just come to accept. I think it was a good entertaining experience. Colton was a good bachelor and it gives me hope for the long-term future. The if only they make negative some tweaks, stay tuned. What do you got? The only negative besides obviously the too much virginity talk uh was that we didn't we thought all along that Cassie was going to win. So it lacked a little bit of the of the mystery. The Warriors. Yeah, of of who was going to win, you know. Usually you you could see it going two to three different ways. So that was a little different, but I still enjoyed the season. Agreed. Next Bachelorette reveal. Reality Steve was correct. Slime it ball. Anna B. <laughs> you follow him. That is so funny to me that you follow him and consume all his uh, non-spoiler tweets. Get, I, he's, got, he's got content out there that I need for him. <laughs> like okay. him or not. Uh, Anna B. turned 24 in September. I think they listed her age as 23 on the show. She's 24 and a half. Okay. Um, so she'll be almost 25 when the show, The Bachelorette, stops airing, I think. I think Hannah B. could use some coaching. We'll talk about this for a little bit. I think Hannah B. needs some coaching. Um, Chris asks her, in your wildest dreams, did you ever think you would be The Bachelorette? And her answer is yes. She <laughs> Basically, <rim>. yes. Rim. <laughs> <laughs> you you tell me, Ab. You're the Hannah B. Listen, I'm a Hannah B. guy. Yeah, trying to remember. I found last night it was okay. Okay, it was her first time. It's it's a it's cute to be that nervous. But there was good and bad. There was good and bad. It was it was cute to me. It was it was you know. It's kind of like how I feel like I would act out there as the Bachelor. Um, okay. But. That's a one night thing, Rim. <laughs> you, she better figure it out. This is a professional franchise, and we can't have like all season. It feels like the hair on the back of your neck is standing yeah. up when she's about to give an answer because yeah. it's so awkward. We can't. She's I don't feel like there's a out. middle school bachelorette who's like, "Oh my gosh, this is so crazy." <laughs> she has to figure some stuff out. I think she will. Hopefully, I, don't, I have no reason to actually think that, but I think she will. I think they're gonna yeah. coach her up. Um, it wasn't good last night. There's the reason <laughs> you have to think that is because they made Col- they turned Colts like Colton turned out to be good, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think of they showed Chris FaceTiming Hannah with the news? Do you have any thoughts on that moment? No. What's wrong with it? You obviously had some thoughts. I I think they thought it would be like heartwarming, like oh my gosh, she's gonna. You know, like it is when yeah, that those kind of videos go viral all the time. But to me, it felt like they're showing like the greedy underbelly of people's motivations for wanting to be a lead. <laughs> it wasn't, are you ready to find love again after your heartbreak? It was, you ready for the big show? You, the you jack- ready for the big, jackpot, you baby? The, the big bucks? You want to hit the big time? <laughs> you want the big bucks, Hannah? And she's like, yeah, I want the big bucks, Chris. It just didn't feel like, I mean, they showed us explicitly wrong reasons, basically. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't think they should have showed that. I think that backfired a little bit. Maybe I'm in the minority, but I was watching it and thinking, I don't get the feeling that she's just really wants to find love. I don't know. She meets a few bachelors, A.B. 
are you still do you still like this bit i mean this this debuted after nick vile's season and they wanted to move to rachel as quickly as possible do you still like when they do this i don't see any harm do you want to run down these guys very quickly not really and then, but and then we talk can. and then t- <laughs> well i got bit i got jokes that's why. okay and then do you want to talk about hannah's rose delivery i want you to describe that for us okay we got a good-looking southern ginger guy with a beard we got a Russell Wilson lookalike. Guy looked like Russell Wilson. Even had a suit like him. Uh, does a toast bit. Okay. In better shape than Russell Wilson. I'll go that far. Um, There's a guy who rapped. Wasn't terrible. Uh, He's only fine. time. Only time. The the lyrics. You know, were good. The lyrics were good. The <laughs> delivery was B minus. B minus. I was, was going to say delivery was not bad. No, he's not. The guy wasn't Nas, but he was good. Hannah's uh, only reaction time, to it. That's an F. She didn't oh, know I liked how to it. act. She didn't know how to act, Rim. Well, she doesn't. Yeah, that you could say that about any situation with her. But if, when <laughs> he hits the last line, which is only time and Aggie's going to say roll tide, she goes, oh, she looked like she was an extra <laughs> an eight mile at the end. She was like, okay, oh, I, I just felt like when she came, when he came out there and started rapping, she didn't know what to do with like of any of not. her extremities, like her hands. She didn't not. know what she, she was supposed to be nodding her head. What? <laughs> She she had no clue how to handle any moment of this. Uh, <laughs> next, we got a nondescript dude. Probably works a finance job. Gives her a stool so they could be equals. He mismeasured it. She I don't think he took into account. He did not take into account her heels. The heels. The she heels. was she was a heel taller than him. Yep. Um, you got a Nick Vile looking guy. The crowd murmured when that guy came out. They're like, "Whoa, is that Nick Vile? Oh my god, <laughs> that would have been something if it was." Chris even mentions that he he yep. thought it was Nick Vile as well. Um, Hannah jokingly says, I could give out a rose right now. And Chris says, let's do it. Let's do it. What, what do you got on this 30 seconds of silence between when she stopped <laughs> talking and when she gave the rose away? <laughs> Giggling and like, okay, y'all don't laugh. Like, this is live, Hannah. They're not going to cut this out. This is live. There's nothing. Like I said, it, it. It makes me nervous for this upcoming season. <laughs> like the feelings I was getting when she was talking, I want her to succeed. So when she's just sitting there and it's awkward silence, it's like nails on a chalkboard rim. It's oh, not only that, but your reputation's goosebumps. your reputation's on the line. With <laughs> she, gives, she gives me goosebumps <laughs> the entire time. It's just an awkward silence where I'm on edge. I don't want to be on edge this whole season, hoping oh, she does good. Now she did have a nice line. Uh, when she was about to give the the rose away, this is one of the hardest decisions I've made this yeah, that season. Was funny. That was a good line. That gave <laughs> that me a funny. little hope in the season. She thought on her feet and she came up with a good line. Okay, so it's yep. not, it wasn't all bad, but it was mostly it was ninety five percent bad. That was a good line. I burst out laughing. When yeah, she that was that. funny. She's going to say some funny things. That's for certain. She's going to be extremely personable with the guys. And you could see that even like when the credits were rolling, she went up and talked to all the guys and she was very gregarious yeah. and talking. She is a fun person to be around. She's going to be fun. I just think she doesn't like public speaking. Here's the, here's the bad. You got to read the room a little bit better. You can't always be like you said, this is a one night thing. You can't always be. Y'all, I am so awkward. Can you believe this? Like, yeah, I'm so that's nervous. That's a one-night thing. You, ha- you can't. You had this your is night. serious business, okay? <laughs> She's also 24, a few years younger than Colton. I think that's, you know, not that big of a deal because that's apparently where the show's trending. I think we would both agree that we would like to see someone in the second half of their 20s at least. Absolutely. To be the lead again. 
I was wrong about Colton and I could be wrong about Hannah B. But I'm hopeful. There, she showed flashes of good stuff. Do you do you kind of wonder if there's some sort of story we don't know about yet that they're going to base this season on? Some oh, maybe. sort of heartbreak or something? Because I can't think of anything why she's... Usually they have a story, right? Well, I think in terms of relationships, she mentioned on the uh, the Women Tell All, which we didn't talk about and we should talk about in a bit on the mailbag. She mentioned that she thought she was just going to date the guy that she dated all, you know, her into her teens and just marry and spit out babies in her words. I think maybe that could, we'll learn more about that. That's the only angle I can think of right now. That's why I kind of wonder if they, Bachelor producers have something, they know something we don't know about her life. And there's some sort of storyline there that they're going to, they're going to lean on. Last question about Hannah Mm -hmm. for you, AB. What does Hannah do for a living? She's a former (laughs) beauty contestant. Oh, exactly. That's all. You don't know. We don't know. We don't know. They didn't get her job. They didn't give her job at any point. That I remember. What did she do? They definitely, do apparently, know? she's an interior designer. Oh, okay. Wouldn't that be nice to know? I think it was. I think it was her opening. Now that I say it out loud, it was her opening thing. But they didn't. It wasn't part of her identity on the show. <laughs> she was a runner-up in a beauty contest. <laughs> exactly. Imagine, that's exactly. all we know. Not even runner-up. I don't want to split hairs, but not even close to runner-up. <laughs> okay. America. Okay, okay. Just want to well, get I that mean, obviously, there. she blew it on whatever the public speaking part was. I mean, could you imagine her <laughs> winning that competition with a, giving a speech? They ask them those questions, like, about a serious topic, and they don't know what the topic is beforehand. Can you imagine how that segment she of the competition... She didn't make it that far. I watched, I watched she the competition. Didn't she didn't make it to the question. Okay. I don't think she made it to the question part. Okay. I'll rewatch, but I know Kaylin did. Okay. Um, anyway. That's your girl, AB, that you're hey, kind of... I'm pro Hannah. I'm excited. I, like I said, I thought, I thought it was adorable. Her, her nervousness was yeah. adorable. But if she comes in the same way come May, we'll have some issues. We got to build... They just have to build the leads out more. Make the leads more desirable, more so than just hot bods and cute faces. Mm-hmm. What's your career? Where do you see yourself in five, ten years? What motivates you? What in your past has happened? don't dance around it so much come out build the person out make us feel like we make us root for the lead more than anything yeah that's the thing they they usually make you root for the lead and it's hard to root for someone that young to find love it's like you haven't really even experienced yeah you roll your eyes sometimes yeah like you saying like 24 year old hannah b will never find love is kind of ridiculous like she would (laughs) easily find love in the next five years if she's searching Let's get to the mailbag. We have a couple mailbag questions and then one thing that I would classify as fan fiction. Um, <laughs> this is, the mailbag is 773-234-7794. doesn't matter because I don't know if we'll have another ep- mailbag episode before next season. Nikki from Illinois. I have to ask you what you thought about Courtney and Demi at the Women Tell All. How do you feel about the pacifier assault AB, I pose that question to you and also assault. ask your other women tell all. That was assault, brother. And other <laughs> women tell all thoughts, which we didn't discuss yesterday. What do you yeah. think? Completely unacceptable, Rem. <laughs> now, she got it all the way to Demi's mouth, which I'm confused. Like, some, if someone's <laughs> coming to my mouth with a pacifier, I'm slapping the shit out of that. Yeah, <laughs> no question. It's, t- it's time to throw down. There's going to be a shove at least. At least a slap of the hand. 
There's no way you're going to get a pacifier into my mouth. There's no way. No, so I put blame no. on both of them. I think it might have been scripted based on her getting that into her mouth. What do you think of Demi's performance? Uh, You know, she she went for the villain. Be brutally honest. Don't she be, went for the villain. I didn't love it, though. I didn't love it either. Seemed petty. <laughs> I think we're... I think Demi's... Got a big ego watching herself and wa- reading the reaction. People yeah. are overwhelmingly pro. I said she was the best villain of all time. Yeah, I think she she leaned into that. I and that's gonna backfire. I think I think we're looking at a Jordan type character where she goes to paradise and angers people. She loses yeah. all the goodwill that she built up. Sure, we'll see. Anything else on Women Tell All? No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't like. I didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> I didn't either. I, don't know what I else didn't to tell either. you. I didn't enjoy that two hours of my life. There's a reason we don't do. We have. We didn't do a recap. It's not the best. If it were a separate week, we would have done it. But sure, two episodes in one week. One about the women tell all. Blow my brains out. Um, here's what I think. Given the special circumstances surrounding this season, Colton jumps the fence, and then they go to women tell all. Don't have Colton on the Women Tell All. You're, he was like a happy guy on the Women Tell All. And people, yeah. someone even said like, you know, I hope you're happy. Like, keep Colton out of this basically because it spoils mm-hmm. the end of the season. I'm with you. This is, thank you, Nikki. This is Jess from Charlotte. Do you think the producers are nervous that the lead is going so far off script in a show that hinges on that last fairy tale proposal moment? How do you guys think this will affect future seasons? Now that Colton has essentially broken the Bachelor mold. I think they're okay with it as long as they get good TV. It's all about the good TV. So, but it's risky. Like, the farther down this path you go, you're going to end up with like someone week two. They're like, all right, I kind of... I got it figured out. I don't really want to continue this season. Slippery slope. Which is why I think there's some sort of uh, money system on why they're... (laughs) Back to the fine system. (laughs) Sorry, there there has to be. It's true. I kind of... Yeah, I agree. There's something in his contract that makes him go farther and farther with, you know, that makes it go deep into the show. I think they're on board with occasional variation in how it ends. Yeah. But... You can't always do they it can't this way. Always be that, yeah. No, exactly. Which could be part of why they chose Hannah, who is kind of like a go with the flow girl on, uh, yeah, all the group dates and stuff like that. She's gonna, she's gonna. I think it's gonna go to script this next season with Hannah. Eight six zero area code. Hey guys, I have some info that I thought you'd be interested in to to know. Ooh, nice job, Rim. Some dirt. Rim. It's uh, well, this is definitely not dirt. It's okay. a eyebrow razor. Oh. Remember night one when Colton picked up that butterfly from Cassie's limo entrance? A.B. pointed it out and said, you don't do this unless that's your future wife. Mm-hmm. Well, it turned out to be correct, but also turns out he gave her that butterfly back on night one. That would have been so much more cute had he been patient patient, and given it back to her on the finale. Photo evidence attached. Unfortunately, the photo file did not come through. But assuming that's true... I kind of, I feel like he should have saved it and given it to her on the finale. And I thought he was going to. I did too. Yeah. That's a, that's something you keep forever. PJ from Connecticut. After Monday's show, my wife and I came up with a scenario that I still think would have been a better result. So follow me. 
Colton runs off into the night in Portugal, but remains unfound. Mm. He finds himself in a small local bar, drowning his heartbreak. The bartender is a beautiful local named Consuela. She consoles the poor, heartbroken American and offers him a place to hide out. During this time, the producers, police, policia probably. Actually, no, I don't know Portuguese. Stop fronting him. Everyone is looking <laughs> for Colton and he needs to get his head right. After two weeks in hiding, enjoying Consuela's positive attitude, quick wit, and delicious cooking, he realizes he's actually in love with her. Consuela reciprocates and when they emerge to the public, they are immediately thrust into the spotlight as America's sweethearts. But what's this? When Consuela sees Colton, she, excuse me, when Consuela sees Chris Harrison, she oh. runs to him and, twist, <laughs> and professes her love for him. It was Chris, international man of intrigue. She was after all along. Chris and Consuela start a beautiful life together. Colton remains alone, heartbroken, heartbroken and a virgin. End of show. Uh, I don't encourage text that long, but I thought it would be funny to say. Fan fiction, I didn't know I would enjoy Bachelor fan fiction, but I, <laughs> I'm not I can get behind it. that. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. Uh, PJ also wants us to do MasterChef in the break. Um, I'm not opposed to MasterChef AB. I know I'm you're a Master MasterChef fan. fan. <laughs> you're a MasterChef fan. I haven't Isn't watched it funny it that all much. these people ask for shows and I've I'm I've watched all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I literally am a huge fan of MasterChef. I will say that we may have an announcement in the coming weeks that many of you may be interested in, as well as some minor changes to the show. So stay tuned to the feed over the next month or so. AB, do you want to talk about this Hannah G rap? I'd love to, Grim. Do you want me to play it? Yeah, play the whole thing. Deep dive into this. This is courtesy of E News. Hey, what's up? My name is Hannah G. Let me tell you about something that happened to me. Me was doing well on The Bachelor. Got the first impression rose. Had some steamy makeout scenes, but the ending really blows. Got to fantasy speech. Sure, I'd be his final pick. Couldn't wait to spend the night with his perfectly sculpted face. Before I got the chances, date with Cassie got intense. Wish I drove him crazy enough to make him hop a f***ing fence. Oh. Okay, he made that look really easy. <laughs> Had no clue what was happening, went to bed with pleasant dreams. And now I'm reliving it with all the Hannah waiting memes. When Colton came to my room, he caught me by surprise. Never thought that's where we'd say our emotional goodbyes. I mean, it could be worse. He actually seemed really sorry. Nothing will be as uncomfortable as Becca and Ari. Uh, you gotta be kidding me. All right, AB, what'd you think of that uh, rap? Yeah, you can't even call it that, Rim. Spitting bars. <laughs> Hip-hop. Listen, her flow. The Hannah G cipher. <laughs> the Hannah G flow. Just abysmal. Okay? <laughs> Couldn't get what I can't think of someone worse at something than she is at rapping. Okay. Well, harsh. Harsh, okay? AB. Harsh. She sets hip-hop back years. <laughs> okay. The culture is culture is, is ruined. Will, may never recover. Like they may said, never I think recover. you said this when she was rapping on the after show. The rap's over. Can't, <laughs> can't continue. Listen, uh, better. Honestly, better than the family rap. Uh, what do you mean better? Well, she <laughs> obviously flow. she obviously wrote it. That was a freestyle in front of the family. Yeah. This was someone wrote this, and there were some clever lines. My main takeaway from this is not the quality of it, because listen, many people have rapped poorly and before. This is not the end. <laughs> we're joking, but. Some of the lines in there are like, 
mean? They're kind of barbs to... If I were a Bachelor producer, I'd be like, oh, well, she's not... We don't want her to... Yeah, she's, she's not taking shots at the, the concept <laughs> of the show. She's not in the family anymore. That's what I thought. Kudos to her for, you know, going up there with confidence. Plowing forward with this rap Plowing thing. She's, <laughs> she's trying to go I think it's a clever idea. Whoever's idea was at E or whatever, I mean, it's getting... That's getting buzzed today. I'll put it that way. Absolutely. Let's quickly talk about the Batch Bracket Fantasy League. I saw in their email this morning that anything that happens outside of the show, including after the final rose, does not count. So I don't think that Cassie got the final rose in their standings. So I think the standings... What kind of shit is that, Rim? I don't make the rules. What kind of shit is that? I don't make the rules What do you here. mean? I, that's what I think. I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to file a grievance with this free fan? No, not doing it. Thank you, Batch Bracket, for hosting our league. <laughs> okay, here are the top four. Aaron H. with 275, Erica B. with 275, Garen H. with 272, Emma S. with 272. I had 229, you had 212. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> I have got everybody who beat you listed in this Google Doc spreadsheet, which is roughly, I think, 25 to 30% of the people who filled it out. Not okay. the total number of people in the thing, because like 80 people or 60 people didn't fill it out because they, did, they didn't, they thought it was a week to week. Didn't thing. get it, yeah. So I'm going to randomize the range, count 47, randomize range. The person at the top will get a special prize from us, and you will need to contact us somehow. Roastcastpod at 8screens.com, DM on Twitter or Instagram, or text us. Here we go. Oop, sorted by A to Z. That's not what we want. Undo. Okay, listen. This is integrity <laughs> this is at lot. its finest. <laughs> this is integrity. Okay, randomize range. Anna J, congratulations for finishing in the top roughly 25% of our Batch Bracket League. Please contact us, and we will send you your prize. Um, next season, for Hannah B's season, we're going to have a better... We're going to be more prepared for this, okay? It'll be a better rollout. Congratulations, Anna J. Do you want to know my franchise fixes, AB? I want you to crit critique these, agree, disagree, and pitch your own real quick. Absolutely. Number one, suggestions to improve the show's format. Okay? There, this comes from a place of love. Extend the timeline by at least two weeks. Okay? Just extend the timeline. That's all. You get two more episodes out of it. More dates? More dates. Just extend the timeline. Okay? Um, this show, Star was reading an article about kind of the history, comparing the first season to this season. The show was six weeks on the first season. That's and crazy. And it was not... The people were like... The rose ceremonies were like jokey-jokey, and the person who got second like didn't really care. It's just a different <laughs> vibe. So if you're going to... If you're going to make this be an engagement, make it be slightly more realistic, add two weeks. Make it be tw three months of the show. But not more people, right? Because if you anything, know if Bachelor's no. adding two dates, we're doing 50 contestants. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they get rid of 25 on the first episode, I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, here's the maybe the most controversial take. Do you like that or don't like it? I think you like that. I like that. Anytime it's longer, I'm in. Controversial. Here. Contestants and maybe even leads are 
banned from using social media while the season is on. Banned. Wow. No Instagram profiles. None. Maybe just Instagram specifically, but no. This is twofold. This weeds out people who are only in it for Instagram. The number one thing. Weeds them out. Find fame elsewhere. Two, it prevents viewers from seeing people after the experience recording the show. So when you follow these people, you can kind of tell when you can yeah. tell based on who they're hanging out with. You can tell just based on their vibe, how often they post, the type of posts, their types of stories. You can kind of tell what's going on in their lives after the show, which mm-hmm. kind of doesn't spoil it, but it just gives you about it should be a mystery. No Instagram. What do you think about that, AB? I don't love it. I don't love that. I like following all these people. I do think to that degree, uh, they should speed up production. Like there shouldn't be, of course, you know, two months between. It should be like a couple weeks after they yeah. record it. It should be on the air, that episode. I, I, it's too long. There's too much time for spoilers and all this other nonsense. Like take that away. You could get it done in a week. I always, yeah, they could, but then they wouldn't be able to get the through lines, the storylines that they know are going to last. I, I can see both sides of it. But As other a shows viewer, do I that. want it to be, other shows do it, but they also don't have the super long, I suppose, like the, the pageant storyline was like a multi-episode arc. Sure. And if you're doing, if you're going week to week, if you're putting a show out and then recording the next week's show while that's happening, you don't know what to focus on necessarily. Here's, here's what I think is a good compromise. I think we've said this before. The World Series of Poker got really popular on ESPN in 2003, and it was like two months or three months after it actually happened mm-hmm. when they air it, for the same reason they do that with The Bachelorette. Then, as technology got better, as the internet grew, they said, okay, now we're going to have, we're going to record it, we're going to air the episodes, we're only, we're going to stop once we get to the final table, and then the final table will be delayed until November, from July to November, and then we're going to air the final table on a one-day delay. To keep people from seeing what happens at the end. Sure. It's more like you're watching a live sporting event. Now they do it live. Now the final table is on like a five-minute delay. It's It would be better if we had like the final three or two delayed a couple months so that we could watch that choice happen live. That prevents the spoilers. It just makes it hard with real life though. Like real life, you have to wait. Like what if they don't even like each other in three months? Valid criticism, but if you want to, I'm trying to nip spoilers but they did, in the They bud. did something similar to that on the challenge where uh, the final happened, but they didn't tell us who won the final until the reunion show, which was like. Did that, how'd that go over? It was uh, great. Yeah, it was great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that dumb of a question. But that's um, a little different. And the, the other problem is it'll never happen because social media, back to social media. That drives interest in the show. I feel exactly. like it probably hurt rate. They'll never do it. They're too scared. And obviously- Yeah, they have all these influencers. 90, uh, 900,000 people follow Hannah G. And she's tweeting about the show like about to be on. Bachelor's about to start. It'll never happen. I'm just saying, if you want to get back to the core of this show, Absolutely. give it a shot. That's fair. Um, minor things, dates in real situations with real people around interacting with other people. Because Even that's- food. Pro- 
eating food. <laughs> that happened a couple times, but it didn't. It should be like every date, basically. Yeah, they why, shouldn't why be why in a, an empty room all the time. It's weird. That's not real life. See how see how your potential mate treats uh, waiters and waitresses. That's sure. a big thing. If they're yeah. rude to them, it's like, whoa, what's going on with you? Um, <laughs> if you stick with the timeline as it stands right now, de-emphasize engagement and position it as the lead looking for love. Set the expectation mm-hmm. that we are rooting for the lead to find love. Engagement then becomes a nice surprise if they decide to go that route. But with the rushed, every criticism that outsiders have of the show remains true as long as they position it as engagement or bust. Yep. Because like you said, it's a bust almost every time, long term. <laughs> <laughs> so just let's root for the person to find love and happiness. Sure. And a black guy lead wouldn't hurt. I don't know what your opinion is on that. <laughs> or just people with different just backgrounds. Just more diversity all together. Yeah, yeah but hurt. I'm 100% wouldn't hurt. with you. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else, AB? I would add, I think they need to almost get away from the Bachelor family a couple years. Oh, I forgot that. Yes, go ahead. And yep. get... Some other, I don't know if it's a reality show person, because they're not just going to pick someone randomly, you know? So, it's not just going to be a random person. It's got to be someone that people know. Either from another reality show or someone that has some a moderate level of fame that you pluck. in a great story, like a storyline, gotcha. either whether it's a sad story. Or, you know, something like that. And uh, like you've said many times before, they need to up the age of the leads a little bit. It's got to be it's got to be up in the upper 20s, up in the upper 20s, mid 30s, sure. 40, 40, whatever. Chris Harrison. Yeah. 20, Chris <laughs> Harrison might be 50 for all I know. No offense if you're listening. I think he Chris, is. But OK, just yeah, make it you're just giving more if you want to increase ratings and grow the show. You can't give people so much fuel to hate it. And watching a 23-year-old waffle on looking for love is just not what everyone necessarily always wants to see. We'll watch, but that's not how you grow. My opinion. Okay, thank you for listening all season. We really appreciate it. We know there are a lot of Bachelor shows out there. You have plenty of options. We appreciate that. You choose to listen to uh, Rem and AB as well. AB, do you have a sappy sound off or what? No, we love these. We love all our listeners, folks. Um, every last one. Every one. That's a wrap, as they say in the biz, on season 23 of The Bachelor. I'd call it a success. Mm-hmm. Uh, but have a heavenly day. We will be back tomorrow to talk about Very Cavalier. <laughs> Just kidding. See ya. <laughs>
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.